You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. One Leg at a Time, presented to you by PrideofDetroit.com. We stopped referring to things to .com a while ago, I think. But we still throw it in the front. Um, this is exclusive to the POD cast feed because uh, Jeremy will not let us do our degeneracy on the air. But very soon, maybe, who knows. I am Christopher Fett, the adequate host, at Christopher Fett on Twitter. Coming to you early from the West Coast. My man here, not quite as early, but uh, late enough where he's drinking. Ryan Matthews, the rock god at Ryan underscore POD. Ryan, uh, what are you having there? Because it's the first time I've heard this drink referred to in this way. It's robot juice. The old sugar-free Red Bull and vodka. It keeps you going even when you don't think you can keep going. See, I've never heard. So it has to, is it, does it have to be sugar-free Red Bull? I don't think it has to be. I think that um, for whatever reason, that gives me a, uh, it gives me some semblance or some rationale as to me being quote unquote healthy. That's fair. I've just never heard Red Bull and vodka referred to as robot juice. And I feel like that's something that should catch on now. I, I, I that, think that's I one think, of those drinks that's become super popular that no one's ever come up with a name with. It's not like death in the afternoon or or my tie or anything. We've just always been Red Bull and vodka. Yeah. RBVs are kind of it, it's a nice uh, initialism. But at the same time, I, I think it needs something poppier. And I, yeah. I, like, I like robot fuel. I like robot juice. Every, every, every nickname now in sports is just initials anyway. Right. And that's it's boring. no longer like the, 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 was it the big mound of rebound? I can't remember how we used to call. Oh, Charles Barkley. Yeah. yeah the, what we, the, the large, the, the, I don't remember the, the first the round, one. the round mound of rebound. That's right. Yes. But now it's just KD. Yeah. Instead L- of the, the slim reaper, which is so much cooler, but that's also lame. Cause he gave himself that name slim reaper. <laughs> <laughs> um, NBA's back folks and Ryan's already gambling like a degenerate on that but uh, hey we love it I didn't get to see <laughs> the do. Pistons play though on opening night because Valley Sports decided to show the Timberwolves game instead yeah I mean to quote Rashid Wallace so both teams play hard man both teams play hard both teams played hard without Cade Cunningham I guess uh, Detroit sports oh, fans man. aren't allowed to have anything nice. No, we're not. We're not. And to prove that, we're going to talk about the Lions game later on. But to warm you up on our gambling podcast, uh, we're going to get you some lines across there. Once again, we are not sharps. We are not pretending to be wise guys or touts or anything like that. We're just idiots. Ryan has access to a gambling website and makes tries to make money. And I just like 
looking inside numbers and trying to make picks. Um, speaking of picks, last week was not great for us. Um, Bronx bet didn't hit, which, okay, sure. Your Miami Jacksonville daily double did not hit. No, don't bet on London games. That's that's what we've learned that, that week. Uh, we yeah. made like six different picks in the Lions game. Um, rest assured, however, it was mostly what? What are you going to say? I was going to say kudos to Chris for uh, having us hit some of those. Yeah, so I, I said, no, you gave us first field goal Bengals. That was your prop. You're welcome, you hit there. but you, yep. also, you also hit on that first half bet. Yeah, I was very insistent Bengals minus three first half. And considering they were up 27 nothing in the fourth quarter, I think that that hit. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking right now. I think I also had the first half under on the point total. Did that hit as well? It did. So two wins for me. It was the first should, half of 10 points. I, I, I should I should give you access to my no, sports no, betting. No, no, my luck is terrible. <laughs> you ever see me play a gotcha pawn game trying to play the luck there? Like, my luck is trash. I will get good initial luck in these kind of things, and then it will just crater out. Like, I, I have the best beginner's luck in the world. I will go to, I went, last time I was in Vegas, Ryan, I went to a penny slot and I won like, $20 in the first 10 rolls. And then I lost it all the rest of the night. Hey, that's just, it, it's Kenny Rogers logic, right? It, you got to know when to hold, hold them, them. Mm-hmm. and know when to fold them. Yep. Um, let's see. We also had unders in Packers bears hit. We had the over in giants Rams hit. And I won the head to head on our, we went uh, back and forth on, on this Broncos minus four versus Raiders line. I had the Raiders, Ryan had the Broncos. I won that one. So you did win that one. And we do have the benefit of also watching the Broncos again because they played on Thursday night football. And I, God. I don't know how to feel about Teddy Bridgewater. I still want to believe. I feel like an X. <laughs> I, I feel like an X. The magic's, the magic's gone. <laughs> the magic's gone. There is, there's quite a bit we didn't hit on too. Like we didn't get Cleveland minus three, but this was oh, a messy God. week all around. We're going to, we're going to focus on the bright side but we're going to absolutely dominate this week. I feel great about our picks this week. I, I, I kind of do too, which means we're probably going to bomb this, but let's start, <laughs> let's get right into this because we're all over the place. And I think we've spiced it up with a, uh, with a dog, a total, a couple of props and uh, the lions, the lions coverage we have in this uh, podcast is going to be um, interesting. So let's start. Um, I want to start with Washington at Green Bay, because I think on paper, if you knew nothing about the two seasons these teams have had, this would look like an interesting game. But Washington's been on the schneid, I feel like they've had a couple of high profile games where they've just not done well. And I would consider them against the Packers another high profile game. And. I feel like Taylor Heineke's star is rising, but it's not going to rise nearly enough. And we're looking at the points in this uh, in this game. The line is Green Bay minus eight. I don't really care about that. I want to talk about the point total, 48, and your thoughts on what is going on in this matchup. Well, yeah, so let's start with how we all, and I'm talking about all of us. It doesn't matter if you were Bob from Roseville or if you were somebody from the West Coast 
talking about the Washington football team, this is a team that averaged 20.6 points against last season. They were fourth in the NFL in points against. Phenomenal defense. Yeah. Phenomenal defense. And we thought that the trajectory was only upwards. However, we have found ourselves (laughs) at the point where this team is giving up 31 points a game. They are the worst defense in the NFL when it comes to points allowed. And here's the thing. Green Bay's defense isn't good either. I think that this is a for sure fire over 48 and a half, Chris. Yeah, and let's let's go to the uh, football outsiders we love very dearly. Uh, their defensive DVOA, Washington, is at 10.5%. That is 29th in the league. But not Green good. Bay's not, not good at all. But Green Bay, to your point, 5.6%. They're at 23rd. So we're looking at, t- at two... Very like a very bad defense against a bad defense. You're right. I feel like this is the kind of game where scoring can probably get moving a little bit. And 48, I feel like that's not terribly high of a line in this day and age of the NFL. It's probably about two or three points short of probably where it could be. If this, if do you put different names on this matchup? Just take these rosters and give them like the name of like Chiefs or Rams or something. Suddenly that line shoots up. And because it's Green Bay and because it's Washington, I feel like there's probably a little bit of public public dissonance on this line. And I think that's why it's at 48. And I feel like the over is probably a good bet. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a, a Washington team that their their pass defense not very good. 29th in DVOA uh, in pass defense. And when you look at the Packers, I feel like they're just gaining steam on in, in terms of their passing offense. Um, you know, they're, they're a team that actually ranks six in DVOA in, in pass offense. So uh, I, I'm with you. I think over at 48 and a half is a, is a real good value pick here. And I feel like Aaron Jones, like he had a couple of like, we schneid games to start the year but he's starting to he's starting to ramp up yeah i feel and, like yeah and they got a couple of guys back there too right i mean they got they got aj Dillon, who's uh, been good great yeah who's been good in relief and aaron jones and you know Devonte adams is just setting the world on fire so i i think i think this is a game where the packers can can score a host of points and maybe washington can can throw in a couple touchdowns. no i i feel like i feel like heineke to scary terry is still a matchup that can probably beat the packers secondary in uh, a few few instances get them points on the board yeah absolutely all right so we like washington at green bay over 48 um, I want to turn our attention now, however, to the Tennessee Titans game, who I just feel like I just saw the Titans play. I was Were they on Monday? They were on Monday night. That's right. Um, Chiefs-Titans. Before the year, I would have said this is probably like another preview at an AFC, maybe AFC championship pro- or at, at the very least divisional round matchup. I don't know what to do about either of these teams right now. I think at least one, I think, you know, I think both teams are still going to make the playoffs, but the chiefs do not look great. And the Titans, the Titans have a four and two record, but that feels really fugazi against some of the teams that they have played. Yeah. I I think a couple of things to that point, right? Like I was watching the chiefs play Washington last week and the chiefs just could not, they could not get their stuff together. Like it seemed like 
you know, the, the broadcast made a really good point and it seemed like it was a, uh, it seemed like it was a, you know, kind of throwaway point of like, Oh, it seems like this team is really trying to like force the issue. It seems like they're trying too hard to score points. Like everybody is trying to, you know, do too much. And Patrick Mahomes threw an awful interception. And that's when it clicked. And I was like, yeah, I think that they are really just trying to force it. And then the second half, they, they, you know, got into a rhythm. They, they were the Kansas city chiefs again, but I think looking at this, at this Titans team, they're a, they're a weird team, man. Like a lot of close games that they've, that they've played. They've played close games against the Seahawks, the jets, the bills, and they've been on the winning side of two of those at least, but that Bills game, like, I'm not even sure how they won that. Hey, shout out. I, I'm, I'm going to give shout outs on this. My my buddy, my buddy, Will, he had a Caesars risk-free bet. It was his first bet that he placed on Caesars. He put 650 bucks on the Tennessee Titans at plus 220 to beat the Bills. And Josh Allen slips on fourth and one on a sneak. <laughs> and that's how he, he won two grand. So, like, shout out to him. But... I think looking at the Titans, let's we talk, talk about we, the prop that we love. Yeah, let, let's talk about, speaking of that Bills-Tennessee Titans game, let's talk about the man who made your friend 600, like, who made it, how much money did he make? He it laid was like two grand. Yeah. Let's talk about the guy who made your friend two grand, Derek effing Henry, who I think like, he's got to be front runner for MVP at this point. League MVP, no question about it. I mean, there's no reason why this Tennessee Titans team would be even relevant without the guy who is, Chris, he's averaging 130.5 yards per game, 4.8 yards per attempt. In the year? 10 touchdowns, Chris, in the the, year of the Lord. In the year of the Lord, 2021, where we've all said running backs don't matter anymore. You got to catch it out of the backfield. Here is this mensch just running over people, man. Are you kidding me? And Chris, this is what I said. We were, we were in a group chat and, and shout out to Willigan. He goes, I, I, I said, dude, I think Derrick Henry belongs on the Mount Rushmore running backs. And he goes, but he doesn't even play on third down. It doesn't matter. That guy, that guy can play on first and second down and he's going to get you a first down. <laughs> like he leads the league in first downs. Did you see that Monday Night Football showed his workout videos? Yeah, and I know it's trendy. I know it's trendy to look at workout videos, but he's the only one who I will watch. I'm like, that seems like real. That seems like very real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, Derrick Henry is, in fact, quite good. And so the prop that we're going to take this week is Derrick Henry over 117 and a half yards. Why are we doing that, Chris? We're doing that because Derrick Henry is awesome. The Chiefs defense by our favorite metric DVOA is 31st and 31st, 31st overall, 31st against the rush as well. He is going to get in that backfield. He is going to make a mess of things. The, the, The Titans passing game is a mess right now. I don't know what's going on with that with that uh, lineup there, except for the fact we've told you all about Ryan Tannehill before the season too, but Derek Henry is going to make a mess of things. He's they're going to involve him and he's going to run on them, especially early on in this game. I think over 117, very, very much so in the realm of possibility. Oh yeah. 100%. Love that. Love that. I love these first two picks, Chris. 
Yeah, you can find these lines, by the way, on DraftKings, where we're getting all of our stuff. It is the official betting lines for SB Nation. And yeah, all praise the king. All praise the king. I, I'm with you there on the, on the Mount Rushmore. I think yeah. we talked about it before. Like we, we would have to, I don't even know who would be fifth. So we'd have like what Jim Brown, Barry Sanders. Uh, I'm putting Walter Payton ahead of Walter Smith Payton, because, Walter Payton up there, Emmett yeah. Smith, and then Derrick Henry. Yeah. If we can, Wait, chisel Rushmore's five faces, only four. Rushmore's it, only four. It, it is. But if we can chisel five faces, I think that makes a lot of sense. We'll just take Emmett Smith off. It's fine. Yeah. No, nobody likes Emmett Smith. Yeah. He had a great line. Come on. Um, All right. We should get into some of these other ones. I know we are now looking at the dust of the Cincinnati Bengals running over the Detroit Lions, but this six and a half line kind of feels like a bit of an overreaction. I think like Baltimore, the Baltimore Ravens at home should be favored by at least one or one, maybe one and a half points more over the Bengals. But because the Bengals showcased you exactly why they took Jamar Chase against a, when they played against Detroit, I feel like that has probably moved this line down in public perception. And Baltimore, you're you're on the hook side of a touchdown if you take the Ravens. So I kind of like Ravens minus six and a half. I, I do like the Ravens minus six and a half too, Chris. And the Bengals sit at four and two, but they sit at four and two, and we talked about this. Because they beat the Steelers, they beat the Jaguars, they beat the Lions. <laughs> I mean, and it took an overtime victory and a missed field goal from the Vikings for them to be four and two. I, I don't think they're a good football team. I think I think they're wildly overrated. And yes, their run defense has been good, but they're playing one of the best rushing offenses in the NFL in the Baltimore Ravens. And a unique rushing offense, right? Because at any point, Lamar Jackson is ready to pop off a 25, 30-yard run that's going to completely deflate your defense for playing good pass coverage, and Lamar Jackson beats him for 30 yards on the ground. And you can't exactly sell out on the run either because Lamar Jackson has found his arm this year. He's found his accuracy. He has, and he's added weapons because Rashad Bateman, their first-round pick, is now back off of IR. They have Marquise Hollywood Brown. They have Mark Andrews. They have a lot of options. I know Sammy Watkins and both uh, Latavius Murray are going to be out for this game, but it doesn't matter. It yeah, seems Watkins like- Murray wasn't doing much at all to begin with, and Watkins is like he's fine, but as a veteran, like I don't think he's going to be. Marquise Hollywood Brown is obviously the like the main threat there. Yeah, the deep threat, right? And then he's got Mark Andrews in his pocket. Like this is one of the most underrated tight ends in the NFL. I, I think Baltimore comes out, and this is an AFC North game too, right? Like this mm-hmm. is a game where it's one versus two. Baltimore is atop the division. They're at home. They're playing the Cincinnati Bengals. They're going to get punched in the mouth. The Bengals are going to get a dose of reality in this game. I, I could see them winning this game by at least 13 points. I feel like if it moves to seven, um, you, you're still fine taking this line. Mm-hmm. If it gets to I'd seven agree. and a half, if it gets to seven and a half, I'd lay off though. Maybe a little shaky, yeah. But at six and a half, you got a jam, jam, jam. That. No, that's value. Yeah. That's value right there. That's the only thing that can that you can really wait. That you can only seek out when when sports gambling. Like you might like yeah. a team as much as you like, but if you're not getting value on the line, then you're not nothing. Let's talk about another bird team, and this one is actually a home dog. Seahawks are catching four and a half 
for a East going West New Orleans Saints team, which look, I get it. The Seahawks are two and four. It's Geno Smith starting. I'm going to contend that Geno Smith has not looked that bad through two games. No, he hasn't. And he, he covered last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. He had what 200 and he had like 209 yards against the Steelers 23 for 32. They made him pass a lot in that game. Like it's clear, it's clear that the plan in, in Seattle is to like, they, they don't have any other options. Geno Smith has to pass. And he did, he did efficient passing. I thought, I thought. Yeah, I, I feel like this is one of those opportunities where you can get great value. We keep talking about value, but you can get great value on a team that's playing at home, a Seattle team that that absolutely needs to win to try to keep pace with that tough NFC West, try to you know stick in there with the rest of the conference and maybe you know fight for a wild card spot while Russell Wilson is on the mend. This is a game at, at plus four and a half. I love it. Even at plus three and a half. I think, I think that if you're getting a field goal and a hook on a home team in Seattle, I like this a lot. Yeah. The only, the only question I have is that, you know, by DVOAs, New Orleans, New Orleans still has a top nine pass uh, defense, I believe pass rush defense, which is concerning considering that Pittsburgh was able to bring five sacks on the Geno Smith. But I feel like that's I mean, we, we, we know that the that the Seahawks offensive line is not good, but I, feel, I feel like, like you're. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I feel like that has to be a point of emphasis this week, too. Right. Like how many of those sacks are and this is always the Seahawks thing, right? Like how many of those sacks are on the offensive line versus how many of those sacks are on the quarterback? And, and that's got to be something where Seattle wants to clean that up this week and playing a home game against the Saints. I think that it's going to be like a ball control game. This could be a low scoring game where I, I totally think that the Seahawks can keep this within four and a half points. Yeah. And, and on the other side of the ball, like I just don't like either of these saints quarterbacks. I don't know. I don't know how much you're going to get of Winston, how much you're going to get of Hill either way. Um, I, I think Jameis has been more bad than good. This se- I mean, good than bad, excuse me, the season, but He's still only completing at about 60%. And with that kind of noise around him, I'm, I'll, I'll be curious to see how exactly they keep it together. So, yeah, we're taking yeah. Seahawks plus four and a half. Yeah, we're, we're four for four so far this week, Chris. Let's get into the fifth. Bam. Fifth yeah, piece robot of juice. Hashtag robot juice. Uh, foul, I, I want to do one of my famous first half lines now. Famous because I hit on one of them. So here's my beginner's luck being tested. And this will round out our general picks before we move on to the Lions game. I like Falcons first half at Miami with the Dolphins. It's minus one on DraftKings right now for the first half. Mind you, I'm not betting on the actual game itself. What's the actual line for this game? I believe it's uh, it should be something like, like, something. like two and a half, isn't it? Is it, is it down that low? Um, yes. Falcons minus two and a half. I don't care about the actual game itself. It's the Falcons. They could detonate at any time, but the Falcons are coming off long rest. They played the London game two weeks ago while Ryan Ryan's wedding and they have plenty of rest. And I feel like that goes in their favor. And meanwhile, the dolphins uh, don't know if they want to trade for someone who has 22 counts of sexual assault pending against him and already give up on Tua. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be a massive vote of confidence. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I, I'm sure that's going over real well. Yeah, look, down, I don't down in I, South Beach. The, the the Dolphins look really bad this year. They're one in five. They haven't had a win since week one. I don't know when they're going to get off the schneid. It might be in this game, but I still like the Falcons to come out strong just on the matter of rest and what they've, what they've been accomplishing so far to like not look terrible. They're two and three, which I think is better right now than we thought, even though their only wins are against uh, New York teams. But look, they got a win last week. And I mean, they got a win two weeks ago in London. Rams a win and Kyle Pitts looked like a freaking all-star. Yeah, I, I don't expect him to do any different against uh, Miami. I really don't. It's not exactly a, um, once again, not exactly a great defense. Uh, passing DVOA down at 26. Yeah, which is, I mean, such a, again, I mean, I, I, I guess this might be a theme of ours this week because we started off our picks with, Hey, a Washington defense that has completely regressed. It's, it's Miami too, right? I mean, like Miami yeah. had a really good defense last season and now, I mean, 29th out of 32 in points allowed per game at 29 and a half. So let's go, let's go Falcons. Yeah, I'm just, again, I'm taking this on the first half. I'm taking this on the first half. I don't trust Falcons. I mean, I, you could maybe talk me into the full game, but I just like the value on minus one first half. Chris, we are all in on bird teams this week. Is this all bird teams? It is. Ravens, Seahawks, Falcons. Let's go. Caca. Caca. Okay. <laughs> um, let's talk about not bird teams next, and that's the Detroit Lions and the Los Angeles Rams. And I'd, I'm, I'm kind of tired of the, uh, of the please come home Matthew Stafford stuff already. But we'll talk about that next with more props, more fun. Talk about all those lines. It's going to feature in a daily double. And we've also got Bronx bet for you. Stick around. We'll be right back on One Leg at a Time from Pride of Detroit. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity— 
but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Back again on One Leg at a Time from Pride of Detroit. We move into the Lions coverage, which has gotten more and more sad every week as we try to look at these lines. And this one is probably the most lopsided yet. Uh, Rams minus 16. That's pretty much the whole story here. Lions have yet to find a win. Something tells me they're not going to find it here. I think 16 is one of those lines I'm not even going to bother to touch. So I feel like this is going to be a lot of props. And I I am led to believe you've got the daily double on this game, but we'll set that aside. Uh, Just for anyone out there, if they're looking at Rams minus 16, what can you, what can you tell them about this? There is something in my gut that compels me to want to say, Hey, take the Rams at minus 16. But there's also something in me that wants to steer them away from that. And if you look at the money, Right, Chris, if you look at the cash that's coming in on the Rams, 87% of the cash is on the Rams on the spread. Mm -hmm. This is a really bad Lions team. They're really bad, Chris. They're really, really bad. And I agree with you. We couldn't keep saying that every week, too, on every podcast. You guys know it by now. They're bad. They're really bad. Jared Goff's really bad. And uh, I think you said this to me in our pre-show meeting um, that you feel like this is a game where Sean McVay is going to just pull his bleep out and show why and show Jared Goff why he got rid of him. Oh, yeah. I, I think that this is an opportunity for Sean McVay to to lay that sauce on thick and to to really. Just absolutely, we're, we're talking about a buried alive match. This is SmackDown on Sunday night. The, <laughs> Underta- that, the is- Undertaker has his shovel, and Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> is in the grave. This is this this is that Lucha Underground match where like someone was sent slam through like eight decks of wooden of wooden tables. <laughs> And that and that person is going to be Jerk off. Yeah, Aaron Donald's going to eat him alive, man. Um. It, it's going to be no good. Can I can I get to the daily double? Uh, yeah, sure. And then I think we'll t- let's do daily double first, and then we'll talk some of the props that we've got at least yeah. on tap. Yeah, for sure. So so the daily double that I have is take the Rams on the money line because mm-hmm. I think it's a disservice to Goliath to say this is a David versus Goliath matchup um, because David is going to get his skull cracked in by a jagged rock. Mm-hmm. But let's take the under. Let's parlay Rams money line under at 50 and a half because, yes, the Rams are going to score points. 
but they're eventually going to take their foot off the throttle. Okay. And, and the lions aren't going to score more than 10 points. I could totally see this being a 40 to 10 game. I could totally see this being a 43 to seven game. I could totally see this being a 47 to three game. If the lions want to kick the saddest field goal to Trump, the saddest field goal that Chris talked about last weekend. (laughs) I don't know if I keep writing about sad field goals. <laughs> might have to be a weekly segment. Yeah, yeah. The, what, you might have to have like a like a ranking, like a meter. Uh, let's on like let, where let's, let's put it this way. Saddest I, field goals. I, I had this random idea pop into my head this week that I really want to make a YouTube series called Greatest Moments in Ass Kicking. Although it was more applying to like video games, but I thought this would be great for sports too. And this, this feels like this game could end up in greatest moments in ass kicking. Um, it's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, but I, I did want to mention something there. So I like your daily double, but the way yeah. you're laying out this game, this brings me to my props. Cause this is where I live on the lions now because they're giving me nothing on the spread to gamble on. Um, you mentioned what three, 10, what was it? Nine. Like I DraftKings has Lions team touchdowns over under one and a half. Under <laughs> from the mountaintops. From the from the Hollywood Hills, Chris. I am screaming under. <laughs> I uh, it's going down. I'm yelling <laughs> under. Look, I don't think the Rams have had the best defense. They're not last year's defense. They're still fourth in passing DVOA defense. Rushing has been where they've really fallen off, but we've seen the Lions start to run the ball and then but not. But they got to abandon it. Yeah. They've got to abandon it every time. So that's not a problem. And I just, Jared Goff is getting more and more spooked in the pocket. I, yeah, I, I think touchdowns. One and a half implies that they're going to score two. It's not going to happen. No, nope, nope. So under one and a half touchdowns. By the way, the daily double. If you take the Rams on the money line and parlay it with the under at fifty and a half, okay, that's at like that's at like plus one fifteen. So you're getting better odds than you you're would on a hand. Up, you're getting a better better odds than you would on a hand of blackjack. Nice. Yeah. Um, let's look at the quarterback. Quarterback props in this game, Stafford over under 289 and a half. Let me just, let me just tell you this. I'm not making a bet here. I'm telling you to lay off that. It may, that might seem fun to let them just blow up the, the, uh, the, the lions. And I know that the Rams don't exactly have a uh, rushing weapon. Although I, didn't they just get Daryl, Daryl Henderson back? Yeah, Henderson's been playing all right. They got Sony Michelle. I, I think that they could put together a run game against the Lions yeah. offense. Yeah. So I feel like at some point they are going to just house them so much they're just going to be burning the clock. So I I wouldn't take the Stafford line. Jared Goff over under 267 and a half. I would slam the under there, though. Not even being mad about Jared Goff. I'm just saying, like, they're not moving the ball this game. This is more, that's more of a statement on where this offensive line is right now and how good the Rams pass rush is. It's so bad. Yeah. The Lions are so bad. <laughs> Do we need to take this off the Lions coverage from one leg to preserve your sanity? I like, I feel, <laughs> 
I feel like Vito Corleone. Like it just look how they massacred my boy. Oh boy, look how they massacred my. <laughs> want to make him presentable to his mother? <laughs> I hey. don't want him to look like this. Speaking of which, mm. where are we going, Chris? Well, uh, okay. I'm just going to throw out the first halves that I had here. Rams minus eight and a half first half over under uh, 26 first half. I feel like, I feel like under on the 26 first half, but I'm sorry. I blew up your tease. So lay it. Let's, let's line that back up again. We're still doing this live. Line up your tease again. Hey, Chris, what's that? You got the cannolis. Uh, Yeah. Take them. Leave the gun. Leave the gun for Alec Baldwin. Jesus Christ. No. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I hope Jeremy doesn't listen to these things. (laughs) Bronx bets. So it's freaking not looking too good here, chief. I don't know what to freaking tell you. It's been one of those weeks, you know? Hey, uh, yeah, I, I, I know a uh, w- one of those weeks, right? One of those weeks where it, it seems like it's dragging on a little bit too long. You tell me about dragging on too long. I've been out here for like 30 fucking hours trying to get through, trying to get through my day job here. And those 30 hours may not seem like a lot, but it's been concentrated over like, I don't know, two days. I don't know. Days. Where, I know. Where, where, where am I at? Where am I at? I've I've been in a tizzy ever. I I have not been able to get the sleep fatigue out of my eyes since that Knicks game. Hey, oh yeah. Hey, you're talking about double overtime, right? I'm talking about double overtime. I'm talking about the god and being as loud it's going to fucking ever be. Hey. Like they, those 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 schmucks in there. They they feel like they just won the fucking championship or something. Hey, you know what? I like the Knickerbockers this this year. I think oh, you're that they're a fool. I like them. They're a good team, Chris. You don't like yeah, Julius fool. Randall. You don't like Julius Randall in the post. That guy. Hey, slap slap him on the slap him on the shorts. He's gonna get you twenty two and twelve. I like orange Julius. I'll tell you that much. Especially if you just put a little put a little uh, you know grandpa's old stuff in that too. You know, it's cheap. It's effective. You load it up with some vodka. You're fucking good to go. What can I say? Just don't take it out on the streets. Hey, hey, that's how you catch a charge. We don't need any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some some jagamuffin coming up the wrong way, slamming you up against a wall. I mean, like, what you got in your pockets? I got nothing in my pocket. Payday's payday paycheck hasn't come until Friday. Hey, you know, and speaking of that, you know, if I'm walking on, if I'm walking down the streets, if I'm if I'm if I'm taking the steps down, I'm hitting the subway. You know, I I I see my common my common neighbor. I see the rats down there. Are you telling me that there's another city that's claiming that they're the rat king? They've been doing this for a while now. They've been doing this. So Chicago. Yeah, I saw this. You saw this in the papers that uh, Vito brought here right at the the international section. I'm not even sure how this got lumped in there. Chicago, like what's this Orkin? What the fuck is an Orkin? Anyway, they say Chicago is now seventh year in a row. They are the most rat infested city in the fucking U.S. of fucking A. What the fuck is that? What have we what 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 have we been doing in New York? We uh, apparently we we haven't been we haven't been keeping up with the times. You know, we we haven't been making these these folks, these rats comfortable. What are you talking about? We're not keeping up with the time. We've we've had the pizza rat. We had a rat eating crab. We got fine freaking dining rats. They appreciate the Michelin star dining in this fuck in down in Manhattan. And you know what? Out of my paycheck. 
Chris, we're talking about the top 1%. Maybe we have the top 1% of rats on well, Fifth the, Avenue. Yeah, the way they're eating down in Manhattan, they better be. They eat better than I am. But, I'm hey, a freak, hey, he's eating crab. I'm eating a fucking chopped cheese. You're, you're working 15-hour days. You can't even feed your family the same way that these rats are eating. I know. It's, 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 it's fucking unbelievable here. What kind of country we're coming into where not only are the rats here eating so well, but apparently they're even better on the fucking south side. What the fuck is that? Hey, you know what? There's one thing I like on the south side this week, Chris, and that's let me let me let me do my best uh, Midwest impression. Uh, <clears throat> you shouldn't uh, do that. You shouldn't do that. That's like we're doing double impressions now on yeah, top uh, of impressions. The uh, Bears. OK, I like the Bears plus 13 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and their depleted secondary. Oh, my God. You know what? Tom Brady. Missing? You, you're, you're going against Tom Brady here. You're going yeah. against that that demon down there in retirement, getting his blood spun by God knows what kind of machinery, drinking yeah. orange juice like Orange Julius. But you know what? I I, I like the cut of Egypt though. Yeah. I, I know. Hey, I mean, this guy is what? He's too good to eat tomatoes. He's too good to eat tomatoes. They have a lot of acid in them. You know, they'll uh, you get you the little heartburn going. Yeah, you know what? Forget that guy. Okay, you know he won his Super Bowl down in Tampa Bay. They're not gonna repeat. They're just the Buccaneers. Whatever. Forget them. I like the Bears this week. Plus thirteen. Here are the guys that they're missing. They're missing Levante David, maybe one of the best linebackers. Richard Sherman, Rob Gronkowski. They got a bunch of Antonio Browns out too. I know they got receivers. I know you got your fantasy team. Chris, you got you got your Mike Evans and you got your Chris Godwin. Yeah, let, let's not talk about my fucking fantasy team right now. Clyde Edwards Hilaire needs to get off needs to get off the IR right fucking oh, God, yesterday, oh, or else wait. I'm going to just start uh, mailing ricin to people. It's too bad. I hope you picked up that Williams kid they got in the in the back. Uh, got beaten on the waiver wire. What can you do? Uh, you know, sometimes you don't you get. Sometimes the early bird gets the worm. Sometimes the early the early worm just is like, no, fuck you, back the line. But no, I, I think Chicago is uh, looking good in this one. I think they're going to have to let Justin Fields off the chain a little bit. Let him go nuts like that dog I saw one time in Trenton who almost took off my fucking leg. But, you know, 13. Big spread. We like big spreads here in the Bronx. Just like we like we like spreads so big, you got to fold them in half and eat them. And that's the Bronx bet, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. I don't I, I can't believe they let us have microphones. I the, the I, I said this earlier. If Jeremy listens to this, there's no way that we can keep doing this. There's no way. There's no way. We've offended like eight different types of people out there. <laughs> Thankfully it's New York, so nobody really cares. Goodbye, everyone. This has been one leg at a time. Should we go real quick over all the bets? Um for anyone who ever cares over 48 in the green Bay game, Derrick Henry over 117 yards, Baltimore minus six and a half Seattle plus four and a half foul uh, Atlanta minus one first half against Miami. Uh, we're taking lions teams touchdowns under one and a half Jared Goff under 267 and a half passing yards. Daily double is Rams money line plus under 50 and a half. And as you just heard with the fellas there, Chicago plus 13. Let's make some money. Scared money, this, don't make none. And if this doesn't work out, I'm going to start having to give you tips on UEFA Champions League. 
Start bringing home that bacon. Hey, I'm taking I'm taking all tips. Start bringing home the uh, uncured pork belly or whatever it is. Thanks for <laughs> listening, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll see you star side. to do's, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.